0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Conversations That Matter podcast. My name is John Harris. Um, I'm staying at my parents' house right now, some of you know I'm in between, uh, I'm in the middle of a move I should say, and, um, and behind me I thought I'd show you all is uh, the garden. It's a, it's a fairly large garden and I spent many of my years growing up uh, picking up rocks in this garden, weeding, uh, killing potato bugs um rototilling all that kind of stuff so you can see there's corn and squash and beans and there's actually a a pretty large raspberry uh bush back there as well and uh so we'll probably be working on that later in the year but uh what i wanted to talk to you about is something that has been on the list for a little while and uh it goes back to something ed stetzer said on numerous occasions and he's probably still saying it Uh, I'm going to show you the clip uh, first, the the first time I saw Ed Stetzer say this. Basically what he does is he says the reason that conservatives in the Southern Baptist Convention are upset about critical race theory is because they're just listening to too much secular cable news. So here's the first clip.
1: Ed Litton, who has championed racial reconciliation, narrowly defeated Mike Stone, the favored candidate of a far-right faction of the group. To assess what this all means, we are joined now by Ed Stetzer. He is part of the Southern Baptist Convention, and he's executive director of the Billy Graham Center at Wheaton College in Illinois. Ed Stetzer, welcome very much uh, to you to the NewsHour. Tell us, uh, what does this election result say about the Southern Baptist I think the election Convention. was
2: a fork in the road. Um, it was a de- decision that, time that had to be made. We had uh, one candidate, you mentioned Ed Litton, who prevailed in the presidency, who was calling for racial reconciliation, who was encouraging people to just listen to the lived experience of African-American leaders, The other candidate who came in second uh, was actually concerned about the influence of critical race theory, uh, intersectionality, and more. And I think Southern Baptist messengers came together, 10,000 plus, 70,000, and they had to make a decision. And they chose to continue to move forward in a path of racial reconciliation and continue to hold the values that such conservative evangelical denominations have, but to do so in a way that I think echoed a new awareness of race.
1: Well, what does that mean exactly? What is going to change under under the new leadership of Ed Litton?
2: Well, I think it's more of a continuation of the leadership of the prior president, J.D. Greer. But the prior president, who had been engaged, for example, in uh, protests after the murder of George Floyd and others, had become a controversial figure, and he became a controversial figure because, you know, people are watching um, cable news many, many hours a week, and they're being discipled by their cable news. And for many uh, evangelicals, they... They they tend to be more conservative and they would like to see what they see on their cable news every night in the week maybe be reflected in their church and their denomination.
0: So Ed Setzer goes on PBS, this is right after the Southern Baptist Convention happened in June, and he basically attributes uh, the reason for Mike Stone's popularity, whatever that was, and the people who voted for him, to uh, folks uh, listening to too much cable news, in fact. Not only that, they're, they're being discipled by cable news. They're getting their spiritual direction from cable news and they expect to hear cable news coming from the pulpit, coming from their convention. That's what they want. And this is, of course, a huge questioning of motivations. Uh, it's used to discredit uh, that they're really not um, concerned so much about the Word of God, about the um, bylaws of the Southern Baptist Convention. They're not concerned about corruption in the denomination. They're not concerned about Uh, the threat critical race theory is to things like objective truth, uh, to biblical justice, uh, to uh, the communion table and the unity that we have there. Uh, No matter where you come from, if you're in Christ, there is a unity. So he he just basically dismisses all that. He doesn't have to talk about any of that. All he has to do is say, well, you know, it's Tucker Carlson's fault. It's Sean Hannity's fault. It's cable news. And we know that it, he's talking about Fox News. I mean, what other cable news channel could he be talking about? I guess maybe there's some new ones out there that are popping up. But uh, as far as market share, um, yeah, Fox News is popular. But there's there's a, but why, why couldn't he say that um, the majority of news stations, not just cable, but also Internet, also um, the, the mainstream networks uh, who are, that are overwhelmingly slanted left, why couldn't he say that those who supported Ed Litton were just listening to their sources and, and their secular sources, and that's where they got their information from? Why is it only the conservatives? And in fact, I, I do think that, that Ed Stetzer has this uh, the other way. He should have this the other way around more so. If he's going to be honest and consistent and look at the situation, uh, there have been people, uh, I, I can name a bunch, Bodie Bacham, right? Is one of them, but Sovereign Nations was very early on this. Uh, you pulpit and pen. You had Reformation Charlotte Capstone Report. You have uh, even this podcast. You have Adi um, Robles. Uh, the I don't know. The list just keeps going. There's there's so many different outlets who've been talking about critical race theory, the threat it poses for years before Fox News ever mentioned it. Uh, Fox News didn't mention it really till 2020 in a in a um, a news uh, article and it was uh it was rarely ever mentioned until it became an issue at the end towards the end of 2020 when donald trump uh went after it and uh we started finding out about what was happening in the military how they're learning from uh uh white privilege uh i'm trying to remember the name of the lady who wrote that um anyway uh they're they're getting these uh, implicit bias trainings and 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 so Donald Trump wanted to hedge against that, didn't want it being taught in the schools. I mean, this is towards the later part of 2020 when cable news even starts talking about this stuff. And so you'd have to assume that Southern Baptists all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, just uh, wanted to, um, to, to parrot what the cable news channels are saying and go after critical race theory because they heard Tucker Carlson talking about it or something like that. When, meanwhile, if you're going to look at organically within the denomination or even outside those who are trying to help the conservatives in the denomination, what they've been talking about for years has been critical race theory long before cable news. Uh, the other thing um, I wanted to say is that the the progressives in the Southern Baptist uh, Convention, those who were in favor of Ed Litton, they have been receiving, a if, if in fact they are watching cable news, that is more to their uh, their opinions on these things, or reading newspapers, that's probably more likely, that would, uh, like the, the Washington Post, uh, New York Times, the, the places Russell Moore makes his appearances, and Tim Keller. Uh, these organizations, these outlets have been pushing the critical race theory narrative for years and years. And why Why not say that that's, that's what motivates them? In fact, um, if you look at the trajectory of the pro-critical race theory, or pro, they call it now racial reconciliation, uh, it, but it, it's critical race theory by another name most of the time when you hear that. Uh, if you look at the trajectory, it started in the seminaries. It started in these academic settings. It came into the church. It didn't start in the church. It didn't start with people in the pews. It started with people in the seminaries. It started with pastors being trained and then going out into the churches. and. Um, this is, I, I, I noticed this years and years ago at Southeastern, uh, a lot of the times it's those who, um, they're very narrow in their field, they come to teach, and they've been indoctrinated at whatever secular institution generally they were at into critical race theory um, assumptions. Matthew Hall's a good example of this. Someone who, who uh, learned these things uh, at, a, at secular university and then brings them in with him to a christian university and and he checks all the boxes he has a relationship with the lord he checks that box he can sign the statement of faith he can check that box um he uh yeah, what they're having him teach it doesn't seem to be a conflict there but meanwhile there's all these things that he grabbed from secular university and he admits this in his own uh, his own interviews on it that are that, that that blew his mind that uh shaped the way he thought that Uh, Made uh, made him think differently about uh, the uh, in their minds they'll say the issue of race, but it made him think differently about these definite um, definite categories of oppressed and oppressor, and so um, so so that's where this has all come from. I mean, you look at Jarvis Williams even what 2015. He's tweeting all over the place how beneficial critical race theory writings are, and now of course he's writing these books on racial reconciliation. Uh, th- this is where, this is the trajectory. It came from secular academia, it came into seminaries, and now it's filtering into churches and parachurches. That's, that's generally, I mean, there's other things you could probably point to, but that's generally the flow. And that would be a more honest rendering of uh, what's happened, is that the, these people who have been shaped by this wanted Ed Litton. And there's a reaction against it for people who don't want that and never did want that. It's not some new, out of the blue, oh, cable news, cable news is causing this. Uh, no, not not one bit. So I wanted to show you, this is another um, a clip uh, from Ed Litton, but Woke Preacher Clips put this together. And it just shows that, uh, not Ed Litton, I'm sorry, Ed Stetzer. <laughs> They're both Eds. Uh, this is another clip from Ed Stetzer. And here's uh, some other forums and venues, platforms, uh, where he is uh, saying the same exact thing. Here we go.
2: Now people are being discipled by Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those things, cable Cable news. news. Rick Warren. Said. he sees evangelical churches kind of shifting into you know, two groups. Some of those that are going to be you know, more nationalist, more maybe anti-immigrant, more tied into what they see on cable news. People are being discipled by their cable news choices. People who've been listening to cable news 30 hours a week and they listen to their pastor an hour a week and want what they hear on Sunday to align with what they hear on Monday through Friday on cable news. Oftentimes now they want their church and their pastor and their denomination to align with what they're seeing on cable news. With cable news, they're very concerned about critical race theory because it's been mentioned every day on their right news cable news is having a great impact on the southern baptist convention right now many people brought a false report that somehow critical race theory had infiltrated taken over the southern baptist convention or been significantly influential to the mass convention all kinds of people have heard this 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 and then someone said oh it's taking place in southern baptist leaders too let's let's and 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 it's not it's a false report critical race theory really is a thing but it's not impacting conservative evangelical denominations like southern Baptists. but that's what they're seeing on cable news cable news cable news Tucker Carlson says, "If you see someone wearing a mask outside, tell, get that mask off them. If they're got kids in there, you call child abuse, right? All of a sudden, phone lines light up at church. Well, why are we still doing mask mandates? I heard so and so on the news. You're going to have to say sometimes. I recognize that some of you have seen on cable news, or I wouldn't say it this way, but or on the deep dark web, where there's cable, where the news channels are now propagating that are so far to the right they can't, they're not even on cable distributors." You're going to say, I know that you're seeing that, but you're going to have to elevate your ecclesiology, and you're going to have to empower your elders. People are going to have to see your elders as shepherding and holding spiritual responsibility, and also saying, this is what we believe as a church. We don't believe everything you read on you read on the internet. We don't believe everything you're at cable TV. And you're going to have to disciple people through that.
0: So this is Ed Stetzer's shtick now. This is how he uh, kind of tries to discredit... Those on the right, those who are more conservative, theologically and uh, politically, in the Southern Baptist Convention and and across evangelicalism, I would imagine, it, by just saying that, well, th- they're the ones that that are the secularists, right? And he's not saying that, but he's saying that that they're getting their information from these secular sources. Uh, they're not they're not reading their Bibles and coming to the conclusion that critical race theory is a challenge to them, or or the the COVID uh, uh, over regulations and. Um, government uh, trying to use this as an opportunity to uh, take freedoms, etc. They're, 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 just, they're just getting that from the cable news. This can't be coming from their own tradition somehow. That's the move he's making, and it's, it's projection, I think. Uh, that's, that's the best explanation at least I'd have. If you have another one, please leave it in the comments. But this is exactly what they're doing. They're the ones that are... I mean, look, conservatives aren't going... Um, by and large, they're not going on these cable news channels much. Uh, Mike Stone isn't getting all the interviews that all these progressives are getting on a lot of cable news channels to talk about this. It's the progressives that are going on the, uh, the news channels, uh, the, they're playing to the Washington Post, to the establishment, and it's, and, th- and that's because they're like them, they're allies with them. And that's where uh, their, their talking points, if you want to call them that, would be coming from, from there. Uh, critical race theory started uh, in the secular world and it's come into the church. Uh, opposition to it is a reaction from faithful Christians in the church, by and large. Not Christians who overnight listen to Fox News and all of a sudden have a problem. So, i am um, <laughs> you can probably hear in the background as I'm recording this outside, uh, my dad has put, I, I didn't realize this, I had to move, my dad has put out a little, like a microphone or, or some not a microphone, a speaker I guess, somewhere out there, that is making noises of predator birds to keep birds away from his garden. So um, now that that's going, I'm gonna end the podcast there. But I, I hope that was, I just wanted to point out that trick. I hope that you understand um, you understand it when you see it and you know how to respond to it and say, hold on a minute, uh, what, do you have any evidence for that? Why, 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 do you, why are you saying this? Why are you besmirching uh, the motivations of uh, who you call your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ? Um, However, I do have evidence that this critical race theory threat has come from outside the church and is coming inside the church. And uh, that's how I would handle it. But um, hope, hope that was helpful to you. More coming later this week. God bless.